my mind is blown and I don't know if I can recover. When doing research for this intro, I learned that it's Paul Rudd's birthday and he's 50 today. Five zero. 50. Today, by the way, is Monday, April 6th. Happy birthday, Paul Rudd. In my research, I also learned that J-Lo, Matthew McConaughey, and Gwen Stefani are also 50 years old, and I'm, I'm just flabbergasted. What in the name of Benjamin Button is going on here? How are these people aging backwards? Hi and hello. You have found the podcast for moms who don't have time for podcasts. Edit. Or maybe this is the podcast for moms who have nothing but time. (laughs) You can think of me as your internet bestie as we share recommendations, laugh about the ridiculous things we see online, and cheer each other on. I'm Indiana Adams, and today, by the way, is the short and sweet podcast that hopefully brightens your day. I am so glad you're here. Momlog. Day 22 of the official COVID-19 social distancing protocol. It is spring break. The only thing that makes this week different than the previous three weeks is that we do not have distance learning this week. I do hope our children's teachers and administrators enjoy this break, but for us, we're still home, and now we just have a few more hours every day. We are three weeks in, which means I haven't seen a person outside my immediate family in that long, Because I identify as an extrovert, I'm starting to feel my energy levels dip. I should exercise to move my body, but in all my free time, I just want to sew masks or bake or something. This somehow got me thinking about quarantine draft teams. Like, Like if you had to build a team of four other people to be quarantined with for a year with absolutely no contact with other people or trips to the store for provisions and whatnot, who would you choose? Would you choose me? I do think that my inability to run fast or to open jars is problematic. However, my baking and sewing and fix-it skills could make me a strong contender. Last night, my laptop started acting funky. But before bed, I reset the SNC and used a Starbucks gift card to pry off the end key to look under the hood. I poked it with a ballpoint pen, and it worked, which told me the problem wasn't the logic board. It was the key mechanism. I unhinged the key, cleaned the hinge and the rubber bubble with a U-tip, and put it all back together, and bammo! My computer is fully functional now, in key and all. That said, I think that makes me a strong contender on anyone's quarantine draft team. I can bake, I can sew, I can fix things like MacGyver. As for my quarantine draft picks, well, I choose Chris for unspoken reasons. Plus, he's excellent at gardening and grilling. I choose Jude because he enjoys cleaning and organizing, and he's a quick learner. I choose Caroline because she's mostly obedient, and she's very, very kind. And I also choose Lucy because she's good at getting free stuff, she makes me laugh, and she has offered to cut my hair for me. (laughs) The first time I ever cut my own hair was when I was three years old. I overheard my grandparents talking about taking me to get my hair cut, and at that point, I had never had a haircut. I knew where my grandmother kept her long silver scissors, so I got them out from her bottom dresser drawer, which is where she kept fabric and sewing notions, despite not being a person who could sew, and I gave myself a reverse mohawk. 
That is, I grabbed a clump of hair in the front and center and I cut it at the root and I continued down my center part. I don't remember why I did this, nor do I remember anyone's reaction. I only remember that my grandma took me to a salon downtown the very next day to fix it and was told that the only thing that could be done was a deep side part to cover up what I had done. I think I've struggled with my hair ever since. In the third grade, I begged for a perm. My grandma would get her own hair permed, and if you could believe it or not, girls my age were getting their hair permed already. One of my greatest strengths is that I'm persuasive and annoyingly relentless. Ask me how I got a dog. Oh, oh, is it because I asked Chris every day for five years, multiple times a day? (laughs) Well, finally, my grandmother gave in and she let me get the dang perm. I wish I could tell you that it was beautiful, that I was an adorable, wavy-haired Asian elementary student, that I mastered the scrunching style. No. Instead, I got home, I looked at myself in the mirror, and I hated it. After I got home, I tried to wash it out. The stylist said to not wash, otherwise I'd risk losing the perm, but this perm stuck. In fact, the washing turned the waves into frizz. So do you know what happened? I became an Asian third grader with an afro. Cut to the sixth grade. I have always and will likely always be susceptible to advertising. Rebecca Gayhart, the curly-headed Noxzema girl, did an ad for Clairol Glints. Wow, looks like some of you still haven't tried Glints, the conditioning color enhancer. Look, it just gives your color a kick. See, it's not hair color, hair color. It's subtle color little bit of color. And there's no ammonia or peroxide. It even conditions your hair. That's good! But the coolest thing, Glintz washes out and makes shampoos. It is great! So there's no commitment. Nothing. None. Zero. Nada. So come on, what are you waiting for? Glintz by Clairol. Go on, give your color a little kick. And this advertisement worked like a charm. I had to have it. I paid $9 and I bought a tube of burgundy Glintz on the very last day of school. And guess what? I took one look in the mirror, and I hated it. My black hair was that strange 90s Bordeaux wine color, and that night I saw my crush Todd at an end-of-the-school-year fair, and he asked, what did you do to your hair? And I was mortified. Thankfully, it washed out a couple months later after ruining my pillowcases and any chance I had of middle school romance. Cut to my sophomore year of high school. I found my first gray hair. Age 16 is awfully young for that, don't you think? Cut to my sophomore year of college. I had been horrifically dumped, so I did what any recently heartbroken person does, and that's walk into a mall salon, in this case it was a Regis, i.e. the fanciest place I could think to get my hair done, and I said, please make my hair as light as you can. This resulted in me having hair about the texture of hay, but more closely resembling the color of Kraft macaroni and cheese. This did not cause my ex-boyfriend to want to reconcile. Go figure. But it was in this oddly orange hair state that I met Chris, who I know is not superficial in the slightest, because on our not date, that happened when I had orange hair. And friend, that man fell in love with me anyway. Cut to age 30. I had just had Jude, and my waist-length hair was such a mess. It was so long and heavy that I couldn't do anything with it. 
This was when I was at the height of my blog's popularity, so local salons frequently offered to do my hair in exchange for a blog post. Like any new mom, hormones are shifting. I was not making wise decisions when it came to my own personal appearance and well-being. All of my brain cells were dedicated to getting nursing down and figuring out how to raise a baby while severely sleep-deprived. So when a very fancy Austin salon emailed me offering me full highlights and color and a cut for me and my intern Rachel, I jumped at the chance. I sat down in the chair to discuss how the owner of this fancy salon could make me over, and I said the words that I would learn to never say again under any circumstance. I said, do what you want. And I kid you not, the man grabbed my 20-inch ponytail and cut it off. I I meant color-wise, but what can we do about it now? Nothing, I guess. And, of course, I hated it. All this to say, I keep getting tempted to cut and color my own hair at home, to touch up my grays, to give myself bangs, but I know that I know that I know that I will hate it. It took my stylist Juno three years to rehab my hair. It's finally back to the thickness and length that I prefer. I feel like myself when I look in a mirror, and that's why I need someone to text me daily. This quarantine is temporary. Do not cut or dye your hair yourself. Today's episode is made possible by Thrive Cosmetics. I posted a photo of me on Instagram modeling some of the cloth mask I've sewn, and people kept commenting on my lashes. You know what that was? That was Thrive's famous liquid lash extensions mascara. You may have seen their ads on social media, and I can assure you, it lives up to the hype. If you haven't heard of Thrive Cosmetics, you need to know that they have a mission that is truly bigger than beauty. For every product purchase, Thrive Cosmetics donates to nonprofit partners that include organizations that aid women emerging from homelessness, or surviving domestic abuse, or women fighting cancer, which you know is a cause close to my heart. They're known for their high-quality, long-lasting makeup, and all Thrive products are vegan, cruelty-free, and formulated without parabens, sulfates, or phthalates. But in addition to their famous makeup, they also have skincare. I just added the Bright Balance 3-in-1 cleanser to my skincare routine because I had too many steps before. This is a makeup remover, cleanser, and treatment all in one. This took off the mascara and their Infinity Waterproof Eyeliner without irritating my eyes, and it left my skin soft and comfortable, and I love it. If you've been curious about Thrive Cosmetics, they are offering today, by the way, friends, a 15% discount, which I've used myself for additional products. (laughs) Start thriving and help women in need today by going to thrivecosmetics.com slash today and use code today for 15% off your purchase. That's Thrive, C-A-U-S-E, medics.com slash today, code today for 15% off. That link's in the show notes, but it's thrivecosmetics.com slash today code today. This isn't a sponsor spotlight, but instead I wonder if you've been figuring out what you can do to help during this pandemic and who you should help. The news has been keeping me up at night, and I've been asking myself how I could help both locally and globally. Someone once said that the things that keep you up at night, plus the place where you see a need, are the things that should motivate your calling. It's these three things that I find myself being moved to action for. One, when school is canceled, my immediate thought was, but what about kids who get free lunch? For many of them, that free lunch is their only complete meal of the day. 
too. I'm a part of a Facebook group that's 7,000 strong as we fill orders for cloth masks for frontline workers at local hospitals. But what about support staff in places like nursing homes or at hospice care facilities? I'd love to see janitorial staff, maintenance workers, food service workers, secretaries, and admins also be cared for and thanked. Three, I am grateful we live in a country with somewhat reasonable medical care and we have the possibility of stimulus checks as well as a number of generous companies who can pay furloughed employees. But what about small business owners in vulnerable countries who already have economic hardship? For many of them, the loss of one job would devastate an entire extended family three generations deep, not just one household. As the world grapples with this virus, I want children to be fed, medical support staff to be protected, and women in vulnerable countries to have employment. If you're able, a donation of $35 could help. I'd love to purchase a noonday bag woven by an artisan group in Guatemala and fill it with some fair trade chocolate, a written thank you note, and a cloth mask to give to frontline support staff at a local nursing home where Jude's class had been volunteering. But it's more than a goodie bag. This one gift helps in multiple ways. The bag itself is made by artisans in Guatemala, the chocolate is ethically sourced from the Congo and manufactured by Theo in Seattle, which is one of the country's hardest hit areas of the virus. 10% of sales will directly benefit the nonprofit No Kid Hungry, which is a national organization that's already on the ground helping local communities make sure their children are fed. And I'll include a hand-sewn cloth face mask that can double as an N95 cover to prolong the use of disposable masks, as well as a thank you card from you. I know money is tight for a lot of you, but I also know that some of you, because you're eating out less and grabbing Starbucks less and your kids aren't in extra activities, you might have a little extra money in your pocket and you're looking for an opportunity to be generous. If you'd like to sponsor a bag for $35, please see tbtw.in for good. That's tbtw.in slash f-o-r-g-o-o-d to donate. For today's Good Time Good Deal segment, a new contender has joined the ring for free fitness streaming. Remember, Peloton has a 90-day free trial, but you have to put your credit card in. And Pop Sugar launched active.popsugar.com with hundreds of free videos for a limited time, including a 30-minute full body cardio class that's been streamed 50,000 times and has a full five-star rating. This week, however, the YMCA debuted their streaming service, YMCA. 360.org. It's totally free. You do not need to be a member of the YMCA at this time. The library isn't as vast as Pop Sugar's and the production isn't as slick as Peloton's, but it's free for everyone. And there are a few kids classes, including soccer drills, which is really great considering my kids did one practice in one game before their entire season was canceled. As a reminder, if you come across a good time, good deal, please share that on our Facebook community called Internet Besties. We'd love to have that filled with timely, relevant ways to save money. Okay, friend, that's it for today. Before we go, I just want to remind you that our community challenge this week is to clean out our pantry. We'll be doing morning Zoom call this Thursday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we're going to try Instagram Live again for Friday Night Face Off with Jessica Cork at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time this Friday. If you're signed up for our weekly email this week, by the way, that info will be in there. But it's also in our show notes, which you can access at todaybytheway.com slash episodes. 
we are so close to one of my big goals. This week, today by the way, passed 80,000 downloads. I have a note in my phone that I wrote on February 1st that says, when we get to 100,000 downloads, we are going to celebrate big time. Well, we are on track to hit that sometime in May. Keep sharing the show with your friends so we can widen the circle and get ready. A whole new website just for our community is coming soon. Gosh, I, I love doing this show with you. I know it's Monday, but this week already feels like it's off to a great start because we got to spend a little time chatting. Stay safe, rest well, and look up. Today's a new day, and friend, I am cheering you on.